you know, it's actually really crazy to me that people don't understand why I have, like, a personal vendetta against fucking Walmart. Bitch, have you been in that raggedy ratchet shit? Every time I go to Walmart, it's some bullshit going on, bitch. Children running amok with no parent in sight. Like, bitch, where, where's your mama? Go to them. Bitch, you go to Target. It's nice. It's quiet. It even smell different in that bitch. And then, bitch, on top of that, you go to Walmart and you don't even know if they be sanitizing them baskets. And, bitch, we in the middle of a motherfucking panty. Bitch, I go to Target and I see the little lady at the front. She speaks to me. She sanitizes my basket. And I go on by my day. If I'm going to Walmart, the only thing I'm doing is stealing, child. If I'm going to be a wholesome citizen, I go to Target. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. the Drunk Thanksgiving Auntie. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I tried to get away with bringing just wine last year. How'd that work for you? It didn't. Did you have Thanksgiving last year? Didn't you host the whole thing? No, I hosted Christmas oh yeah i hosted christmas but i tried to get away with bringing just wine for thanksgiving and it did not go over well i still brought and i brought a box of wine too i wasn't gonna spend no good money on no wine for them folks uh-uh right get that big <laughs> two liter bottle i sure did <laughs> house red blend <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I don't know if you've heard about this thing called Rona, <laughs> but she is fucking up my holidays. So I am staying here for Christmas. Okay. I mean, not Christmas, Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So I am doing Thanksgiving with my sister, niece and nephew, um, and my beau. And so I have things in motion. So I have ordered a smoked turkey and then, okay. um, his mama's making us dressing, which is great. And then I'm making sweet potato casserole Wednesday and baking Wednesday. And then I'm making jollof rice. And like I have a whole plan for Thanksgiving. Okay. I'm so excited. Yay! You know, I've never cooked for real in a family Thanksgiving ever. No, <laughs> listen. There's only so much my family will let me cook. And I just... I just graduated to cooking like <laughs> about yeah I've probably been like I am responsible for mac and cheese because everybody loves my mac and cheese it's just a Paula Dean recipe um <laughs> but I've probably been doing butter and more butter. and more butter <laughs> I've probably been doing <laughs> that for like um I'll say about three or four years now prior to that I was still in charge of chopping my job was to sit at the table and just chop things up Aww. every time i would try to like volunteer <laughs> to make something granny would just look at me be like mm. or one of my aunts would just look at me like mm -hmm. <laughs> just keep chopping <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's so cute yo yeah like so i, I think maybe last year i was like oh i'm making this and it was like just something I wanted to make. Maybe Brussels sprouts, because y'all know how I feel about Brussels sprouts. It was just like, I don't know. I don't remember what I made, but I, I contributed something to my family last year. Yeah. But I've never done a whole thing. And then this year, I was like, okay. You know, I was that, like, mirror guy meme. 
And I was like, do not do the most this Thanksgiving. Like, right, right. <laughs> do not do the most. Because at first I was like, ooh, I could do leaf, like, table markers. We all can't fit at the table. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be sitting on the couch. Like, why am I doing table markers? Aww. So I'm excited. Um, and then, so you're course, so you're hosting wine. at your home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yay. Which brings us to the thing that's giving me joy, which is holiday themed cooking competitions. So I watched uh, the Thanksgiving one. I was so excited until it got to the end. I was like, damn, we got to pick between two black people. <laughs> oh, what were you watching? It was on HGTV. It was the Thanksgiving food challenge. Okay. Um, it was hosted by big head ass Giada. <laughs> And yeah, it was really good. Like they, there was one round where they had to cook stuff for Thanksgiving, but they couldn't use a stove, so they had to like oh. use like microwaves, like the panini press, um, that is fryers and stuff like that. Yeah, and it was they were so like creative with it, but yeah, it was great. And a black person wins. Yay! Well, <laughs> um, because I've I've been watching like all day today and all yesterday. I've been watching. Uh, the Thanksgiving editions of Chopped. And so the last one I watched, huh. um, yeah, the black lady, she got cut in the first round. <laughs> oh, damn. But it was so funny because, you know, you get these ingredients in your basket and you have to incorporate them. Mm-hmm. That white, this one white man, he was pissed <laughs> because he had no idea what to do with some gizzards. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what There's to do so with those gizzards. <laughs> Which he ended up putting them in a meat grinder and using them. No. Well, th- the judges liked it. I mean, they seemed to like what the way he used it. Um, but he was pissed at first because he was like, "What the hell am I doing with gizzards?" And he, you could just—I t- mean, he was just—he was like, "Gizzard meat is so tough and chewy." And, you, and it just doesn't serve, like, it doesn't serve a real purpose. And I was like, bro. <laughs> now, listen, you know I, what, I personally don't menu. like gizzards. <laughs> I don't like gizzards. But I know that this is a black household staple and that black people love gizzards. Like, mm-hmm. we will go mm-hmm. to KFC and get a box of gizzards. So, don't try it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't eat it like that. But um, I do like gizzards, fried hard. Or when I went to Portugal, I had the best gizzards of my life Ooh. there. Like they just they made it in a sauce, kind of like a wine based sauce. It was amazing. Ooh. So I'm like, there's two ways you could go with gizzards. I don't like it like breaded and fried. Yeah. I just want it fried hard. Yeah, yeah, I get that with some seasoned salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are you drinking? <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna call this gin two ways. Okay, so. For one, I bought Roku Gin. Um, it was recommended by friend of the pod, Becca. It is a Japanese craft gin. It is so damn good. Like, you have to try it. It's so good. The other gin is a gin that I've been making for a while. So, well, it's been a long time coming. So, okay. I bought just my normal green olives gin. And then I cut plum slices in it and let it sit for, like, weeks to, like, infuse. Gotcha. And so I'm having two different gin and tonics on the table right now because I couldn't decide. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yum. That's good. <laughs> so, like, are you eating the plums along with the gin? I will after the gin, okay. and it's going to be a good time. It is. I am <laughs> slightly jealous, slightly having some queasy nostalgia. <laughs> From my first, from my first encounter with Hunch Punch, when I thought I was going to be clever and just eat the fruit, I'm not going to drink any of this. Mm. I'm just going to eat the fruit, and I'm going to be fine. That's worse. (laughs) I was not fine. (laughs) Let's just say I woke up the next morning looking for my panties. (laughs) That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. It be like that sometimes. (sighs) Um. Yeah. So in addition to the plum, I also put like juniper seeds in Mm -hmm. it. So, you know me, I love my gin to be really floral mm-hmm. tasting. So, it's amazing. So, Ooh. I recommend putting fruit in your gin all the time <coughs> and just letting it sit for a couple weeks, maybe a month. And it's delicious. That sounds good. I'm going to try it. So, what do you what do you seal it? Like, what do you put it in so that it's nice and airtight? I put it in a mason jar. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't have any mason jars. Um I buy them when I need them and then I use them and then they're gone. So I need to get some mason jars (laughs) and I'm definitely going to try that. Matter of fact, I'm going to make up a batch this week and maybe it'll be ready by Christmas. Is that too soon? Should I let it sit longer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Ah, new ideas. (laughs) (laughs) So tonight I am drinking (laughs) some regular ass Jack on the rocks. So <laughs> strap oh, yourselves really? in, kids. <laughs> it's about to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> bumpy. I was supposed to so I made a drink um last week for the first time. Um and I forgot the name of it. But somebody posted it on Twitter, so I made it. It was delicious. And so that's what I was supposed to do again. But you know, I don't keep ingredients from week to week. You know, I don't drunk all this shit up. So <laughs> I was supposed to go to the store today and um, I'm going to tell y'all something. I ain't put a bra on all day. So I had not left the house. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'll just have to drink what I have here. So Jack on the Rocks it is. Um, <laughs> this is like perfect no bra season because you could throw out a sweatshirt and just call it a day and keep it moving. I, mean, I can in the house, but not outside. I got big boobs. <laughs> yeah. I, ass is out. Ooh, mine aren't small, out, but they're it, 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 smaller than yours. So I can still get away with wearing a sweatshirt <laughs> and moving. <laughs> um. So, oh, I know what I was going to say. So you'll be happy to hear, Doyen. I have decided that I am not going to make cranberry sauce for Thanksgiving. Praise God. This is the only reason why. <laughs> it's only because every time I talk to Granny, she keeps saying, well, you know, you can just buy it in the can. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I talked to her the other yesterday, she was like, oh, I bought some cranberry sauce in the can. <laughs> so I just said <laughs> we should be best friends like I, I love older women <clears throat> we we like the same movies yes lord <laughs> we like the same food yes lord 
We should be friends. Teacher had a FaceTime so we could talk. Girl, <laughs> listen. <laughs> if I could just teach my granny how to text, life would be perfect. <laughs> she has an iPhone, mind you. Like, I bought her an iPhone. Yeah. But, you know, we're working on it. We're working on it. But, um, yeah, so. I'm ready, whatever she is. So, I'm not going to make the cranberry sauce. I'm going to find something else. to. I'm, I do have to make the macaroni and cheese. But I'm going to find something else to make. I don't know. I'm thinking about... You don't seem like a baking auntie to me. I am not. And uh, it's okay. I'm so glad you said (laughs) that because I'm not a baking auntie. Uh, Just like Granny is not the baker in the family. Granny can cook. Granny cannot bake to save her soul. Neither can I. I'm going to try my hand at baking some bread. Uh, bread is really hard like I tried to make bread and everybody was like is it done and I'm like yeah it's just real light skin because I added so much flour to it well <laughs> I told I told my friend Shonda I told her what I wanted because Shonda can I mean you name it she can make it so I said yeah. I want to try to make some bread I want it to be that crusty on the outside and chewy on the inside so she gave me a recipe it looks pretty simple I'm going to try it. Best of luck. <laughs> so, I just feel like you should try it on your family right away. Go make it tomorrow. Well, I, yes, to I am. I am. <laughs> Yeast is on because that's the only thing that. Um, or actually, I probably need some because um, I think I might put like some rosemary on the top because I don't think I have. I think all I have is some thyme. So I don't think I have any fresh rosemary. So I'm going to get some fresh rosemary to put on the top. But. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that I don't have. Like, the recipe is really simple. So, the yeast was the only okay. thing I was missing. So, it's on my list for in the morning. I'm going to try my hand at baking bread. Like I said, that was what I tried to make. Because everybody was like, we're making bread this pandemic. And I tried. And it was really light skin. Well, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted a bread maker. And then that's when, Me too. Well, that's when Shonda was like, girl, you don't need a bread maker. Make you some I bread. I believe her. And I, <laughs> but the recipe looks really simple, so I'm gonna try it. We're gonna mm-hmm. see. We gonna see. Okay. We gonna see. Um, I I am sending you all the baking vibes. Thank you for you to do well on it. Thank you, thank you. I also feel like I need a new KitchenAid stand mixer, but that's another story for another day. Uh- <laughs> so mine is fine, but. I don't know what happened. Maybe I put it in the dishwasher. So the bottom of it. You put it in the, the dishwasher? I don't know. I don't know what happened. But like basically the bottom of the um bowl, like the plastic piece is kind of really now shaped. Oh, you put the bowl so in the I dishwasher. Need to go buy... Yeah. Oh, okay. Not the whole kitchen. Well, you, you, that's what you <laughs> but... said. And I was about to be like, no. girl, wait, no. No. <laughs> So now I just have to figure out where I can buy a replacement for that. So it'll yeah. sit flat in yeah. my kitchen aid. Yeah. But yeah. And I tried to use like the dough hook and it didn't do shit. That's why I'm like, this is hard. Just try it out because it was really hard for me. Um, <laughs> I So my kitchen aid, I have an older one. Um, uh-huh. And it still works perfectly fine, but it's an older one. So of course I want a new one. So I have the one <laughs> that it's two of everything. So instead of that one in the middle, so I have two mm-hmm. two dough hooks. So you use a left and right um, of everything. Yeah. 
Maybe that's probably better. So we're going to see. I just had one. I've never used the dough hooks before. Um, So this will be my first time using them. <laughs> uh, So we'll see. We'll see. Every Black Friday, I'm like, ooh, do I want to get the pasta maker? Girl, I don't eat pasta. Why am I trying to get the pasta maker? My, and I'm like, well, maybe if it's fresh, maybe I'll eat it. <laughs> my mom was trying to get me to get like the meat grinder attachment thing the sausage maker thing I'm like girl no no. Yeah. I don't have the pasta attachment either and I am not yeah. trying to get it but I do want a newer one where you just hook the one in the middle but anywho that aside let me quickly <laughs> tell you what has been making me so so happy this week bringing me joy there's this doggy on TikTok her name is Bunny and I love Bunny. I don't know if I mentioned Bunny before. I don't think I have, but Bunny's owner has these like hot buttons and the buttons are like different words. And so like one word will be um of course there's one for Bunny and there's one for like um uh bathroom and one for outside and that sort of thing. So Bunny can talk to you through pressing the buttons. And Mm -hmm. she's actually, I saw an article uh, floating around Twitter the other day about Bunny. So I didn't realize this, but the owner is doing this in conjunction with uh, a nearby university. So sometimes Mm -hmm. it seems really random, but I don't know. (laughs) Bunny just, she, she just, she's just the best little doggy. I'm saying little doggy. She's a standard poodle. So she's pretty damn big. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she is just, I mean, she'll go hit those buttons and like, she'll hit the button like outside now. <laughs> and then the mom is like, no, Bunny, we just came from outside. And Bunny just stands there and look at her. And then the next few minutes and then she'll hit now. <laughs> I'm just convinced that Bunny knows what she wants and she knows what she's talking about. So. I enjoy watching her. (laughs) I would say let's get Roxy that same system, but I feel like Roxy Mm -hmm. will look at you like you're crazy. Like, I don't have to speak to you. It's your job to figure it out. Right. I I bought these bells for her to like hit when she wants to go to the bathroom, but she's scared of touching the bells. And I'm like, but then today I went to go, uh, get some stuff at the store and I had left like a plate with like some steak and some like ribs mm-hmm. on my dining room table she can get onto my dining room table keep in mind there's stuff on both of the dining room chairs she got up there got the meat did not fuck up my plate got back down like I came in I was like oh my god did she shit all over my floor no, she had gotten all that meat and came down and fucked the hell out of sh- fucked the hell out of that food. And I'm like, you're really smart when it comes to being sneaky about food. Like, <laughs> you're so smart when it comes to that. Like, Listen. she didn't knock anything over. She got on those on those chairs and got stuff. And like I said, there's stuff on those chairs, so you think she wouldn't be able to get on there. Got on those chairs, got her food, came back down. I'm like. Roxy is not here for your entertainment. She is here to do what she gotta do when she gotta do it. She ain't thinking about you. <laughs> she is not worried about me. She's like, oh. let me get this meat. 
she ate like the whole like because it was like these mexican like flat short ribs so she ate all that meat left the bones there ate half the steak and i'm like girl (laughs) that was my food like now it's it's not (laughs) right i i should have known i usually don't put stuff leave stuff on that table but we were cooking so like we moved stuff out of the way but anyways yeah she fucked my shit up (laughs) (laughs) oh roxy Alrighty, so we're gonna move along to our current events. Did I pronounce his name Jeremiah? Jeremiah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so Jeremiah, uh, last week we heard a lot of scary things about him and his COVID and being in ICU, and he was just really, you know, touch and go for a while. A lot of celebrities were, you know, praying for him. And it's funny because I was telling Chris that, like, I heard he was getting better from Chance the Rapper leaving a message in all caps on Instagram. <laughs> um, and then I was like, why am I following Chance the Rapper? But I think I follow Chance on better. Instagram, too. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I think we first heard about it with 50 Cent, which is weird because we don't love 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. But, like, he does decent things sometimes. And he was like, hey, y'all, we do pray for this dude who's not doing well. Yeah. Anyways, praise God, he's out of the ICU and he's recovering after coming down with COVID. Yeah. So it it sounded like it was pretty scary at one time. Uh, I think they said mm-hmm. he was on a ventilator and in ICU. Mm-hmm. He does have asthma, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so it got pretty scary. And I don't know. Um, I don't know the cause, but his father just passed not too long ago. I don't know. I don't know of mm. what, but um, yeah. So I think people were just really like, you know, really trying to pray for and reach out to Jeremiah. I so for a long time, I thought people, <laughs> I thought people were mispronouncing his name by saying Jeremiah instead of Jeremiah, but mm-hmm. that was just Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that he's doing well with that. You know. Yeah. The medicine that Trump and his cronies get, but um, glad he's recovering. Yes, and pray for his continued recovery. Yes, we need some more hits, Jeremiah. What was the last hit? I don't know. <laughs> That's why we need some more. <laughs> if we go somewhere, we feel the star. Was this a way without you when I ooh <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. The name of the song is We. O U I We and like cause there's a we without you when I ooh But I don't know like the other part where he be saying like Oh, I remember that one line. Song with it, we also grown man in my suit and tie. I just know I just know little pieces. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Roxy liked cool. it. <laughs> She's like, that's the register that I don't know. Maybe. Listen, I am not Jeremiah. I do not get paid to sing, as you all know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> um, it's funny because when you say I don't know, it reminded me of this TikTok I follow with this girl that she does like all these TikToks with like, if I had a toddler. 
and the toddler will be doing some shady shit and she'd be like i don't know with her little uh, uh, yes I love her. <laughs> she, she's from canada she's canadian and the little girl's like okay <laughs> yes i love her i love her i love her i love her i'm like fucking hate that kid hilarious <laughs> Okay, so for one, People Magazine actually did write and chose the actual sexiest man alive. So they named Michael B. Jordan 2020's sexiest man alive. And I just want to, you know, because usually I give them shit because usually they don't do good things. So I want to give them credit where it's due. And so thank you for calling Michael B. Jordan sexy. Honestly, <laughs> when I saw this, I thought, well, Dorian will be pleased. <laughs> That's the only thought I had. I mean, Michael B. Jordan is, he is definitely sexy. I am not taking that away from him. He's just not my cup of tea, but he is definitely sexy. And he deserves. They have very different cups of tea. He deserves. They're not even all key teas. Like, mine's like a coffee and yours is a tea. Like, they're not even the same type of thing. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. He is sexy. And and he deserves. He deserves this title for sure. I could wax poetic about how much I love his features. I love his just strong, big old black nose, his lips, like, <sighs> and he doesn't even have, again, like, we're another day, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> She's giving me a crazy look. But the other day, I was talking about how the baby, like, I'm attracted to the baby. He ain't got nobody's beard. And so, like, that just shows you how attracted I am to somebody. Michael B. Jordan. The baby is hot. beer. And I still love him, despite his hairless face. Or, I mean, he has hair on his face, but he doesn't have a beard. Yeah. But I still love him. I mean, he deserves. Even though he doesn't love us, I love him. And he gets so, it's so funny because he gets so mad when people bring that up or ask that question. But my guy, we keep seeing you out here with white, with the white. White. So it's like, what do you expect us to, he gets so mad. When, when, He'd be like, protect black women. I'm like, fuck black women. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. But yeah, I parked that Big Mac truck in this black garage. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to say it with the right what? cadence. Uh, well, I had a black garage, so it wasn't going to fit anyway. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you probably you probably <laughs> did. Need to, you, you have to be explicit with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but he deserves. I'm Best happy for way him. to paradise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> The promised land, if you will. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so next up, City Girls JT suffered a nip slip on Instagram Live. She didn't really care. So she was like leaning over for something and her whole titty fell out, which happens. Yeah. And of course, the whole internet was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I love the guy that was like, JT Titty said it was like, I'm <laughs> Everybody was talking about how great her nipples looked. <laughs> and I was like, yes, JT. Because she really didn't care. Like, it popped out, and then she popped it back in, and that was that. Right. And this reminds me that, so, I had a moment this past week. Just bear with me, you all. My niece is on Facebook. Mm-hmm. 
I wasn't. She's thirteen. I wasn't ready for social media. That friend request. <laughs> listen, that friend request. I was like, what? <laughs> um, and I I didn't realize kids still like wanted to be on Facebook. Well, probably kids in this area. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, because Facebook is king in this area. Like people look at me weird because I'm not really on Facebook like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, she. I just wasn't ready, y'all. And I know that there are kids her age and younger on Facebook. I know that, but I wasn't ready. So she had a post. Um. So now, of course, I have to like hold back from making comments on a post because I don't want to be that auntie that's like. Um, take that down. <laughs> but she had a post with like her posing in the mirror, and she's so cute. My my baby's so cute, and she's got the um the uh said something lyrics there, like the all these niggas want to fuck JT. They do like that, but she's got the bad words like bleeped out. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh god, <laughs> I am not ready for this. And I have to remind myself, you know. Sometimes we make a big deal out of little things. And I have to remind mm-hmm. myself of the songs that I was quoting when I was mm-hmm. in the eighth grade. A five-year-old singing. Uh, listen. Pony. Listen. Well, I didn't sing the right words. I didn't even learn the right words <laughs> till like this year. But still. <laughs> I mean, we didn't have social media, but my notebook mm-hmm. was covered with lyrics to all kinds of raunchy songs. Um, mm-hmm. We would rap songs on the bus when I would write notes and letters to friends and boyfriends I was always quoting songs so I just have to you know it's not far removed and just give her some space she did bleep out the bad words so I'm gonna let it roll yeah but I'm not ready That's cute, though. <laughs> I'm not ready it be like that sometimes <laughs> <clears throat> but we're the cool aunts. I, that's what that's why I tell aunt. myself I'm the cool aunt. So it's like, cause else, or else she wouldn't have sent me a friend request, you know. So I'm like, right. okay, I mm-hmm. I gotta play it cool. I don't want to get my friend privileges revoked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So next up, Johnny Depp is exiting the Fantastic Beast franchise. It's kind of weird to me because like. We knew about this whole, you know, thing with his ex-wife. Yeah. And they still made him happen. (laughs) So now they're like, okay, we're not. And I'm like... I think they've gotten a lot of pushback. And... But they did from the start. They did. Well, I guess... I don't know. I don't know what's different. It's like... It's like... We were J.K. Rowley's like y'all can't hate me for my transphobia and Johnny Depp for being trash, so I'm gonna get rid of Johnny Depp. Listen, somebody <laughs> somebody put on Twitter as a black fan of Harry Potter, you just have to keep moving like you don't know who J.K. Rowling is. And then the person mm-hmm. who retweeted that or who quoted that tweet said, "Who?" <laughs> and I almost right. I, I meant to um quote it, but I started doing something else. Because I was gonna be like, who who is J.K. Rowling? <laughs> because it's like, although I don't. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, um, yeah. 
the thing for me but, with Johnny isn't so much Fantastic Beasts, which I must say I so enjoyed him being Grindelwald, and I think that's my problem. He was so fucking. It makes it makes me <laughs> it makes me so angry with him because it's not yeah. just this. Other people aren't going to want to touch him too. And say what you will, Johnny Depp is a master character actor. He just he is the best evil. Actor, like who else is gonna be Grindelwald? I mean, why was I in love with a pirate who wore eyeliner? Because it was Johnny Depp. That's why. So it's like, just all. I mean, Edward Scissorhands, Todd Sweeney, all all of these. He's such a good character actor, and I'm so angry at him for taking for himself like, away from take us. All that away from me. Yeah, I agree. I I really don't know who they're gonna have. I don't either. I, it, he was such a good Grindelwald that I was just like, because the thing about it is like, evil characters like him, they make themselves so attractive. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like Hitler. It's kind of like Trump. They make themselves so attractive to their base that you like fall into it. And so I'm like, who, who's gonna um, be Grindelwald? I, okay, <laughs> I I cannot concur with that part of the statement. Because no, I was thinking he, it, that was what he did. He made him, he made himself so attractive to his base, and so everybody was like, "We'll follow you at all costs." Same thing with Hitler. Same thing with Trump. For some reason, well, we're not a part of their base, so we don't find it attractive. Look, just give me a second. I'm not. Did. I was thinking you were going in a different direction. I thought you were talking about <laughs> Johnny himself, not the character. So. Mm. Okay. Anybody who knows me knows I love an attractive villain. I like my villain to be beautiful. And Johnny Depp was sexy with eyeliner on. His skin was so pale, it was translucent as Grindelwald, and he was still sexy. Like, he does that. Oh. And so, like, I love my villains to have that. I like my villains to have a little drip. And he does that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like... I just, I'm so angry with him for taking himself away. And I'm also angry with him for uh, hitting his wife or whatever else. Because I really don't know the whole story. I think that he was physically abusive. I'm not really sure what else. But that's enough. Mm-hmm. Um, that's enough. I, so I do hate him for being physically abusive to his wife as well. Yeah. All of that. Goodbye, so, Johnny. Bringing it on to a uh, braggers face. Or do you want to talk about Jeezy and Gucci first before we go to a brighter space? Um, okay. <laughs> so, okay. so as a uh, this week, I have learned about <laughs> the Jeezy Gucci beef. <laughs> I just did you did you get to watch the verses? I did watch the race. Okay. Because I knew at one point you were like, had they started yet? And I'm like, girl, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but they I had just. Eventually, yeah. yeah, they had just started though. But mm-hmm. I, I, my overall statement is just that um, I was, you know, I don't know. I was happy to see it, I guess. Um, I, for some reason, assumed that, well, hell, because it makes sense. I assumed that they had 
sat down and had like an in-depth conversation with each other and had come to an understanding and that just was not true and all I'm saying is I was nervous in my own home (laughs) (laughs) like I was nerd like I was clenched in my own home in my own living room (laughs) it was crazy it was crazy yeah so for me before knowing this beef, I was like, Jeezy would play something, and then, like, Gucci would play something that was so aggressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then seeing the memes, they were like, you know, um, if Unbothered was a picture, Jeezy would be sitting there, and Gucci's, like, standing up looking at him. And so I was like, this is weird. But I didn't really understand until... um Again, Becca, friend of the pod, sent me a whole article of the beef <laughs> between Jeezy and Gucci. And I was like, and y'all let them in a room together? <laughs> Listen, I kept I kept saying, like, I hope that there's a metal detector or something, you know. But then they uh, they said Puff was in the back. So if Puffy was there, then there probably was metal detectors and stuff. He gonna be safe. So, um... You mean Puff like P. Diddy? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> if he was there, then I assume that, that everybody was patted down and, you know, what ifs. But um, mm-hmm. it was just, first of all, let me say this. As someone who is Team Gucci, I can definitely say Jeezy won. However, Gucci lost and didn't have to lose because Gucci got some hits. But he was so yeah. hell-bent on antagonizing Jeezy. That he mm-hmm. instead preferred to play the diss tracks and to play the deep cuts off of his mixtapes. He's tapes. so petty and I love it. But yeah, like I was like, you're not going to play Lemonade? Like- <laughs> well, he got to Lemonade finally and I was like, it's about damn time. It was like, right. but then, so I will say this about Jeezy and I could be wrong, but I read it different. People saying that he was unbothered that shit was mad passive aggressive what he was doing. He knew what the fuck mm-hmm. he was doing. And it was very loud and it was very clear to me. Now I will say that he handled it the right way because a nigga like Gucci you can't, don't amp him up. So I feel like mm-hmm. he handled it right as far as not giving him that same aggression back. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't sitting down because he was unbothered. He was sitting down purposely proving a point. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, from what I read in the article, it seemed like Jay Z was constantly sending his people to do his dirt. Yes. You know, at Gucci. Yes. You know, yes. like, and so I'm like, mm. I just, we cannot be that out of people where we're bringing up, you know, people like that. <laughs> well, to- I don't think that's the case. I think that, yeah, I don't think that's the case. I think, I think this was a very huge monumental thing. And a lot of people wanted to see it in the same vein that we wanted to see Monica and Brandy. I just think that people Mm -hmm. didn't think it was going to happen because we know the story. This ain't no petty beef. You literally sent Mm -hmm. some niggas to rob and or kill me. So Mm -hmm. I just, I think I think the rest of the people probably thought like me, oh, they have sat down and had a conversation prior to this. Because there's no way they're going to just show up for this and they haven't sat down and had a conversation. (laughs) 
but alas. <laughs> I mean, and the, it was so deliberate because if you look at the setup of the stage, like there's a, like a lot of space. But there was a <laughs> lot of space, and there's normally that centerpiece that connects the two sides. They t- they did not have that. It was just like very like they they were careful. I think. Um, Mm-hmm. I saw some people that said, oh, they felt like it was fake. I don't think it was fake. They were saying, yeah, now, now that, okay, so that little speech Jeezy gave, yeah, that was rehearsed. But I don't think that the, the tension to me was very real. I mean, especially when mm-hmm. Gucci got riled up, it was real. Like, I... I <laughs> I just sat down like I was standing up like doing mm-hmm. something in the kitchen and I just sat down like oh my god it's happening it's happening <laughs> like I didn't oh oh I didn't think he was gonna play that song just, like, just don't send Gucci back to jail because Keisha or I think that's her name right uh-huh. Keisha his wife uh-huh. yeah I don't think Keisha want to be a, a jail wife anymore so <laughs> and she's expecting I, I a baby Gucci all day Right. So, and then like the Jenny Mai jokes were good too. People was people was like, "Y'all know Jenny Mai at home shazamming these songs." <laughs> yeah, they said she didn't know any. She didn't know, they said they said Jenny Mai was like, "Oh, I thought they were friends." <laughs> at one point, I was like, "Is Jenny even there?" Because we know Keisha there. We know Keisha in the back. Is Jenny there? Which, mm-hmm. which, by the way, Keisha probably was not there because she is fully pregnant, and you know. But I'm just saying, yeah. we know she ride or die, and she be everywhere. Jeezy be, uh, not Jeezy, Gucci. But you know, mm-hmm. is Jenny doing the same? I don't know. <laughs> but it was good times. I feel like it brought you know. I feel like it brought the timeline together. Verses are always gonna bring us together. You're right. You're right. It's always a good time. And anytime someone tweets anything outside of the verses during the verses, it always makes me so angry. You're like why? Like why even this talking? one person that I actually like and I love her commentary, um, Naima, and I felt like Naima knew better than that. And I was like, read the room, girl. <laughs> like, right. We're not trying to read up on politics. Oh, you missed the beginning, so you didn't see when Stacey Abrams was on. No, I didn't. Cause I was, I was hoping y'all would tell me when it started, and I didn't ask y'all to tell me when it started. So I don't even know why I hope that. But well, and also, you know, I always put it on my TV, and um, mm-hmm. and I wasn't like I was doing stuff, so I wasn't, you know, just mm-hmm. sitting there waiting. But when she came on, why the? It was a good Atlanta event. It was. Why the first thing Gucci say is clear my record. <laughs> she's like uh no that's something that the the governor does now get out and vote (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna vote for her for governor so she can clear his record exactly (laughs) (laughs) i like i was over here like okay if we're all working remotely i can move to atlanta for like a year (laughs) (laughs) and vote for stacy and then move back because i don't want to live there anyways Sorry, my Atlanta friends. I don't. But, <laughs> okay. So, we're going to move on to the brighter side of the podcast. So, Beyonce uh, candidly discusses how quarantine and BLM has affected her daughter, Boo Ivy Carter, our true queen. Um, So, she did do a British Vogue 
interview, which I'm like, how do I get a British Vogue magazine? Because I need it. Um, <laughs> but she talks about, like, within this year, because of the pandemic, because of all this stuff that's happened with Black Lives Matter and George Floyd and such, that she's like, I have become a better listener. Lou is very smart. She is. And she's aware that there is a shift. But my job as a parent um, is to do my best to keep her world as positive and safe as she can be as an eight-year-old. And I was just like, Aww. Speaking of, so my job was like, hey, we're going to start helping y'all with surrogacy report, support. And I was like, oh, really? I'm having a baby in a couple of years because I don't have to have the baby. <laughs> my sisters ignored my text about that. I I feel offended. But well, that's um, really good of your company. Very forward of yeah. them. Yeah. Well, it's adoption and surrogacy. Still but both. Like, if I could get a surrogate, that's great because I don't want to. That is, that is <laughs> great for them to offer that because I just know that for so many women, it's so expensive. So yeah. expensive. It's so hard. Yeah. Yeah. But... So Beyonce says, my best advice is to love them harder than ever. And it's just, for me, it's so interesting seeing her as a mother because we've seen her, like like she says, she said, since she's been 15, we've seen her as like an artist. And so now for her to be like, okay, y'all, I'm chilling out and be mother to my children mm-hmm. and we're going to enjoy our time because she has back to back she did lemonade um in formation world tour gave birth to twins performed at coachella directed homecoming and then did that shit with jay-z and then black is king all back to back and she's like it's heavy and it's hectic yeah. and like i love that like as iconic as she is she's still telling us she's a human and yes. this is hard yes and she needs a break to enjoy her family and her life yes and so she's giving herself permission to focus on her joy and i ask all of y'all to also give yourself permission to focus on your joy That's big right. or small sometimes your joy is just some nutella and um strawberries and, and that's okay sometimes and that joy. is okay <laughs> it's okay <laughs> sometimes your joy is buying clothes for your dog even though she doesn't even like clothes but it's okay <laughs> I like clothes for her and so I buy clothes for her okay so next up um, there's a drunk New York school bus driver that took her students to pick up McDonald's mm-hmm. so my in my mind I'm like she's like y'all got McDonald's money we gonna stop by McDonald's real quick don't tell nobody and this seems like you know a hero because you know I mean you know how mamas be. <laughs> I mean, we're not advocating for drunk drivers. Please understand. But all I'm no. saying is, <sighs> she seemed like a hero to me. <laughs> right. She took them kids, gave them McDonald's. Um, and that's how we. One have. of the kids <laughs> report. So she made her rounds, and I guess everything went fine because they didn't realize that she had been drinking until she passed out. After she had dropped the kids off. Mm. So, like, okay, I'm glad she had dropped the kids off. But um, one of the kids going to say, 
she told us we're gonna run to mcdonald's right quick but don't tell nobody and the first thing i thought was what little bitch you telling (laughs) she told you good don't tell nobody (laughs) (laughs) and all i'm saying is had it been me i wouldn't have told nobody my bus driver used to do that all the time i mean not be she wasn't drunk well i don't think she was drunk Mm -hmm. but (laughs) you never know (laughs) <laughs> and if you knew my bus travel <laughs> but like we not with the whole bus but like those of us on the last leg we would go to the store like whatever we wanted to do she would let us do it and she would be she would basically say the same thing like well as long as y'all don't tell nobody mine used a big ass yellow bus i mean <laughs> it's not like we're hiding but and we never did like we did what we 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 went got what we wanted to get, got back on the bus. And she was one of those bus drivers that used to let us like eat on the bus as long as her mm-hmm. we wouldn't leave her bus a mess because you're not supposed to eat on the bus. But she was like, mm-hmm. as long as I don't find no paper or nothing on the floor, then that's fine. And like she was the best bus driver ever. And that's all I'm saying. And then this little girl go run and tell it after the woman told her not to tell nobody. Mm-hmm. <sighs> ass kids. Anyways. She safely got them <laughs> to their homes and got their chicken nuggets. Anyways. What more what more can you ask for? Like what more can you ask right. for? Chicken nuggets. Um So Florida. Florida is the cesspool of our nation and Chris keeps making us talk about it. So I do not. <laughs> There's a dinosaur-sized gator that interrupted a golf outing in Florida. It looks like a child of a dinosaur, like some Jurassic Park type okay. shit. Like the leviathans that the Bible spoke about. It was about 10 feet round, and he came out of God knows where onto a golf <laughs> Golf. Why course. do they and love they had golf, a golf courses? ball in his mouth. Wait, that, that's a different alligator. That's a different one. <laughs> oh, got it. But why do they love golf courses? These big ass alligators keep getting spotted on golf courses. Crazy. Because where else would we spot them? Because there's still water. That other shit. I just and then see it's dinosaurs like this. Cause that that bitch look like There are dinosaurs. See, this, they're not alligators. See, this is this they're is dinosaurs. This is this this is where the jet comes in. It's alligators like this. No, they're dinosaurs. But, you but this but this is what I'm this dinosaurs. is what I'm trying to say. It's alligators like that that make me question when scientists try to tell me that birds are the closest relative to dinosaurs. How sway when that big bitch running around? How? I feel like there's two types. So I still believe, even though I was very stressed out when I thought about how like a T-Rex is a giant chicken, (laughs) but I feel like there's still some kind of alligator-like dinosaur. I I feel like that's the Leviathan of the Bible. (laughs) I I mean, how you still going to try to sell me that a bird is the closest relative when that one right there running around, when we got hippos? That will crush you, but you want to tell me. They tell me apes are my closest relatives, so you never know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Birds ain't even real. 
They're not. They're, I don't know if I sent you the link, but there's a shirt that, from Birds Ain't Real that says Pigs in Their Lines. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm fucking buying you saw, it. Yes, you me. sent it. And I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> i like, I need it. Just let me get a little bit more money. So, Black Friday. But I don't know. The, the income guide saw it fit that my pay day is black friday <laughs> and that's a horrible I think, idea I, I think i have to be an adult this black friday season and buy a fucking washer and dryer mm. enjoy i'm buying that bird <laughs> i i said i was saving for a mattress and i was like i don't even need a mattress for real <laughs> My mattress is fine. <laughs> you sound like me. <laughs> oh. Next year. Next year, I'm going to be like you. I'm like, shit, I got to buy some real stuff for this condo. But this year, I'm still a carefree apartment owner. So let's go. Alrighty. So we're going to take a really quick break and listen to our sponsors. And we'll be right back. Alrighty. And we are back, and it's time to mosey on along to our someone something. Someone something. I knew to wait this time. (laughs) (laughs) So, so speaking of Meg, um, did you watch the AMAs? (laughs) No. I didn't either, but I did. Did that happen? It did. And I, I only know about it because people were talking on my timeline about Meg's performance. So I watched it, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And the way she throws her ass mm-hmm. in a circle is just, it defies the laws of physics. It does. So I was rewatching SNL. I was rewatching her piece at SNL. Mm-hmm. And she. You know, she's coming through like the Houston girls and was like, you know, we got to talk about how we got to protect black women. And, you know, like the SNL audience, the live audience is usually not woke. (laughs) But I was like, thank you for bringing that to that area. Yeah. But, yeah. Is the season over or do they just take a break for the holidays? I don't know. I'm going to say they took a break because they normally, or I don't know if they had an abbreviated season this year, but they normally have like a Christmas show. So mm-hmm. either they're just taking a break or they have in a shortened year because of the Rona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So this week for someone something, <laughs> we're going to talk about something I know a lot about. Naps. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually had this like in my future topics folder for a long time and I was very tired when I was coming up with what to talk about and I was like you know what let's talk about naps (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about it let's talk about (laughs) it so a new study says naps aren't a lazy indulgence in moderation they may actually be good for your heart In a new paper published in the journal Heart, researchers found that Swiss adults who took one or two daytime naps per week 
had a lower risk of heart problems, including heart disease and strokes, than non-nappers. You know, I would really like to see this done with Americans because I feel like the Swiss are less stressed than we are. Anyway, since inadequate sleep is a known risk factor for a host of health problems, including cardiovascular issues, NAP's ability to replace lost nighttime sleep could make them a healthy habit. Short snoozes can be a valuable way to relieve stress and compensate for inadequate sleep at night, thereby protecting heart health, the paper says. Sleep deprivation is a known risk factor for conditions including obesity, diabetes, high blood pressure, stroke, heart disease, and mental distress, according to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So NAMS could help the roughly one-third of Americans who don't get the recommended minimum seven hours of rest per night. The study was limited. So, can I interject? Sure. Okay. I feel like back in the day, like, more things used to kill us uh, than the lack of sleep. You know, <laughs> like, you know, dinosaurs used to kill us and, you know, you know, starvation and, you know, whatever used to kill us in, like, the um, Oregon Trails dysentery. Stuff like that. <laughs> so it's weird to me that now they're like, okay, lack of sleep is the reason that we're all dying. But alas, it's too it's too much. <laughs> it's too much going on in our minds, and too we're not much. getting the proper rest. Yeah, I blame America. Mm-hmm. Capitalism. <laughs> um, the study was limited by its observational design, which allows researchers to find only patterns, not cause and effect. And by the fact Mm -hmm. that participants self-reported their nap habits, meaning their recollection could have been imperfect. The study sample also had a relatively low number of heart issues overall. Still, the the research adds support to the notion that napping is a healthy habit. Now, here is where they get disrespectful. (laughs) So how long is the ideal nap? While the new study doesn't answer that question, most most experts say a 20-minute snooze is enough to reap benefits, including better alertness, performance, and mood. 20 minutes? 20 minutes. Not mood. It might might be refreshing, but I'm going to be in a bad mood because I only slept 20 minutes. I mean... (laughs) And, you know, I do get that, like, a super long nap will throw you off. It really will. Like, you will wake up, you will Mm -hmm. wake up. You will wake up cranky, confused. I I often wake up confused. That's just normal for me. (laughs) But, like, 20 minutes? I don't know. I don't know. 20 minutes. Anyway, I said that to say this. Take a nap, (laughs) you guys. (laughs) Take a nap. Take a nap, take a nap, take another <coughs> fucking nap. Okay. Did you just make that up? It was a remix of read a book, read a book, read a motherfucking book. But still, yeah, sure. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like, because even when I get, say, eight hours of sleep, I'm not getting mm-hmm. eight hours of rest. Mm-hmm. It is usually a fitful sleep. 
I've been having weird yeah. nightmares lately. So I'm not resting. So take that nap, guys. It's all right. I started back on my antidepressants, and I've been out like a light. Because, like, the first two weeks is, like, where I feel all of the, like, side effects. So I'm super tired. I like a light. Wake up in the morning. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> so I'm feeling great right now. I've been sleeping a lot, but um, I know that's not forever. Because before that, like I was waking up at like five to seven a.m. and then I was just up <laughs> so, until I wasn't. <laughs> so now you're making me think maybe I need to have a conversation with my doctor. Because I stopped take. I mean, honestly, part of why I don't take, especially antidepressants, like I should. Mm-hmm. Um, anxiety medicine is a little different, but specifically antidepressants is because they make me not do my work because I don't give a fuck. Like when I take yeah. when I take my antidepressants the way I should, I don't give a fuck about shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it makes and me real like unproductive. Yeah, chemically, it's just the different ones. So, like, I've taken one before where, like, I just did not care. I was tired. This one, once I'm past, like, the first two weeks, I'm fine. And it's just, I mean, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be, like, stressed out about different things. Right. But I just feel okay right. in general. And so. And that's what that's I why like. I keep taking it. I like. I just ran out. <laughs> that's what I like. I like to feel my feelings, so I do mm-hmm. like to still have some feelings. But um, and like you said, it is just different. It's with different dosages. It's with different types. And I have gotten burned mm-hmm. out. I've gotten to the point where I'm tired of trying different ones because mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I don't try yeah. it at all, and I'm tired, and so. I really do need to get back to what probably does work best for me because now that I'm not taking anything, I'm so freaking anxious about stuff that that too makes Mm -hmm. me push away from work that needs to be done because I'd rather Mm -hmm. just watch an old television show. So I'd rather watch girlfriends (laughs) or different world, something that I know is going to happen because I haven't even been watching. Ooh, I just started watching the Queen's Gambit. It is so good. I was thinking about watching it, but I can't watch it during work because I need to pay attention. Yes, yes, you do need to pay attention <laughs> so. to it. I think you. I mean, I think you'll like it. Um, it's not something that I typically watch and say, "Ooh, Doyen should watch this." But I think you'll like it. I think you'll appreciate it. So you're gonna try? Uh, I'm gonna try it. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so, um, yeah. Just, just take oh, those no. naps. Um, mm-hmm. It's okay to take a nap. Especially while we're working from home. Yeah, especially while we're working from <laughs> home. And as always, yeah. uh, we will have the full article in the show notes. Um, it's super important that we get the amount of rest that we need at night. But if you're struggling with that, take a nap. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And I oh. just think in general, like... American culture has been so go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And that's why we would have such a problem with COVID because mm-hmm. it was like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. But at the same time, like, we don't have to subscribe to the go, go, go. Like, sometimes it's just 
do things that feel right for you, yeah. for your body. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of times, like, I skip a lunch break because I want to get off earlier. Yeah. But even if it's like sneak out for lunch, you sneak out and take it out because you need your brain to work better to do the things that you need to do at work. Don't feel yep. bad about that. Yep. That's right. Good point, Stoyan. You can't be your best self if you hadn't taken care of yourself. Right. Okay. So we're going yeah, to right. mosey right along to this week's Poor Life Decision. Poor Life Decision. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this week we're going to talk about vulnerability hangover. Mm. Mm-hmm. hangovers suck mm-hmm. <laughs> of all kind <laughs> mm-hmm. so you finally did it resignation later <laughs> I can't talk <clears throat> so you finally that's did it that's what she gets for JK Jack straight on her podcast episode <laughs> carry on <laughs> I was trying to make a fiscally responsible decision. I would have sent you three dollars for coke, <laughs> but that would have required me to leave the house. <laughs> okay, okay, let's go. You finally did it. Resignation letter signed, cubicle cleared, farewells exchanged, and maybe one too many happy hour drinks had. And then you start feeling it. Something gnawing deep inside the pit of your stomach, followed up by immediate regret, topped with an overwhelming sense of panic. God, what did I just do? Many of you might be familiar with this feeling, whether it happens after leaving a job, having a rough conversation, making a major life change, It's a confusing mix of fear and exhaustion, and it's officially called vulnerability hangover. So, a vulnerability hangover is a gut-wrenching feeling that happens the moment we decide to get real about who we are, what we want, and how we express it. It's that lingering fear after you share something where you've put yourself out there in some way, and you're not sure of the response yet. Jasmine Davis, PhD, psychologist at Lotus Counseling Center. It's that time in which you share something and you're waiting to find out how it's perceived or how it was received. And though this fear may seem to physically manifest itself in unpleasant ways, vulnerability can actually be a good thing. It is only when we expose ourselves that we have experiences that bring purpose and meaning to our lives so doyan have you ever experienced a vulnerability hangover or is this something you have a lot not hardly ever (laughs) so when i left my previous job i was with a very close-knit team Mm -hmm. and so when i left that team it felt very personal Mm. and it was very hurtful to the point where like when I joined my new team, I was very, very selective about like sharing myself with that team. Yeah. And so I, I think they saw it as well. Yeah. <laughs> like it took me months to really share who I truly was. And I, I mean, they still haven't gotten 100% me, but they've got like 
80 to 90 percent me (laughs) but um you know like I was just I was so hurt from leaving a team that I loved so much Mm -hmm. for my professional pursuits that it was hard for me to expose myself to a new people yeah and funny enough um the beginning of this article talks about Brene Brown which we read also as my new team about being vulnerable and I'm like that sounds cool I still don't trust that but that sounds cool (laughs) so yes I have suffered vulnerability hangover so many so over and over again because it's like especially with my personality type like I understand people on a very deep just like instinctive level and most people don't understand me and so it's hard for me to be vulnerable to other people Mm -hmm. because if I tell you my feelings and then you don't know what to do with it what's the point (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah um uh I I've rarely had those feelings tied to work um, mm-hmm. but definitely after hard conversations, definitely mm-hmm. that's normally when I have it. Um, yeah, I even, even just this, uh, recent conversation I had with my granny about Thanksgiving because I really didn't want to do it. I really still don't want to do Thanksgiving. Um, mm-hmm. and it's for her, like I am thinking of her and that was a hard mm-hmm. conversation and so we we came to a compromise. We're going to do Thanksgiving. We're not going to do Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's where we landed with that. But that was a hard conversation because basically I was at a point where, I mean, I was like really stressing out because I was really worried because the numbers in my area are going up really bad. Not good. And... Mm-hmm she doesn't even know i mean as much as i tell her everything that goes on she doesn't know how bad it has affected me having personally known so many people to have passed away from covid Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. not just people that i know because i know them i mean people that i saw on a regular basis young people Mm -hmm. and so well two of them were young so I just I was like all worked up and it took her a really long time to like find what she wanted to say but Mm -hmm. so there was this brief like pause where I was like shrinking (laughs) it's like oh Mm -hmm. goodness like please don't do that but yeah but um yeah it worked out fine and that's just normally when I have those moments it's like after a conversation it's normally for me yeah um yeah especially as like a seemingly middle child sometimes it is so hard to have that conversation because really i just want people to like me at all times and so it's so hard for me when the thing that i'm about to say is not going to lead to people liking me (laughs) and so like for thanksgiving i was relieved when my mom was like don't come (laughs) you know like and she's like well I'll come I'm like no you don't come either because we don't need to be around each other in this time when everything is going up yeah so um I get it so here are three steps to help us with coping with our hangovers 
<laughs> Step number one. Water. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, uh, listen, water is the answer to everything, okay? <laughs> you probably do need to take a deep breath and take a sip of water. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So step number one, reframe your self-talk. Go from this will happen to this could happen. Whatever mm-hmm. damage you think has been done whether you've texted your friend a novel length message about an issue you've both been tiptoeing around or set up a meeting with your boss to finally ask for that promotion, your alter ego will have it going in the worst way. This friendship will be over. I'm going to crash and burn. I'm going to get fired. Those are the things that your mind will have you thinking. Your instant reaction might be to show negative Nancy the door, but what if instead you showed her empathy or at least some sort of validation? Anxiety coach and CEO of Curated Goals, Palik Vanny, um, explains that the key isn't to hush those thoughts or run from them, but to learn how to be okay with those potential outcomes. When you have this fear that you're going to get fired, you want to use acceptance and say, okay, I accept that I could get fired. Vanny, girl, all right. (laughs) (laughs) So the difference, anxiety will say that it's gonna happen and it's happening now. It over-exaggerates. Whereas Vanny's whole approach is neutralizing that thought right away versus letting that thought overpower you and lead you to a freak out downward spiral. And I am the queen of letting thoughts overpower me. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Number two. Keep a physical reminder of the why. When it comes to the big picture, it's all about visuals, whether it's mood boarding, creating sticky notes of affirmations, a la being Mary Jane, or uh, setting your phone's background with a quote by someone who inspired you. So my freshman year of college, excuse me, my freshman year of college, my mom sent me Uh, this basket at the end of my first semester it was this goodie basket with all kind of muffins and hot chocolate and stuff like that in it and then she had a note it was her handwritten note in it and I'm not going to tell you what it says but it was super um uplifting and personal to me I keep that note in my wallet like to this day and sometimes Mm -hmm. when I feel myself like getting really anxious about a situation, I pull that note out and I read it because it is a physical reminder. It serves two purposes as a physical reminder of something that once made me anxious and I overcame. And it's a physical Mm -hmm. reminder that someone out there believes in me. Um, So Doyen, do you have any physical reminders that you like to use or keep around you? Yes, I'm actually looking up the picture now. Um, this is an affirmation I gave myself. Um, and so it says, 
and it's pictures of me in a in a space where I felt very con- confident about how it looked but it says everything will work out as you planned it to be you are prepared you did the work created the processes now have faith in your ability yeah and so that was like yeah I created an image for that put it as my cover photo on my phone and so like that was just my constant reminder of like you do the work you create the processes just have faith in your ability because <laughs> yeah. you're you're dope as fuck yeah. you know and so um that's what i reminded myself many times of as my why because i do the work yeah and so now it's just time to enjoy my work yeah yeah that's all right and um that also reminded me this past week so last week i had a really rough week at work And I had a situation that was just really, really bothering me. And it Mm -hmm. just so happened that um, Thursday, I think Thursday night, I was looking for something. I have a a drawer for my important papers. (laughs) And I was rummaging (laughs) through that drawer looking for something. And I happened upon this folder. I'm like, what is in here? And I opened it up and it was a copy of my application to the job that I have now because um I think I mm-hmm. I must have scanned it and emailed it or something like that. Anyway, it was the application mm-hmm. and on the final page of the application it asked for my philosophy, my personal philosophy and why I want to work there and I read it mm-hmm. and it just centered me all the way again to like yeah. I mean, it just like girl suck it up and get it done and do it and I'm glad I found mm-hmm. it because I'm actually gonna I have a lot of I have a lot of things framed in my office but I'm gonna frame it and put it up in my office so that I can mm-hmm. look to it as a steady reminder of why I wanted to do this particular because I wanted like where I work was I mean okay I really didn't care about where I worked but what I'm doing I wanted to do for a mm-hmm. very long time so I wanted this Mm-hmm. So I have to remember yeah. why I wanted this. Yeah. Sometimes that's so good. Yes. Yeah, like Yeah. I I had a plan for my career goals and I I am there even though like this was I would not have told you that I've you know <laughs> that <laughs> this was gonna be the plan. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, like knowing that like we are where we want it to be is so like empowering and my past year has been such a growth Mm -hmm. but the fact that I'm like okay I'm doing such a great job it is in right now and I'm still going to grow it's just it's amazing we're dope as fuck I just want you to know we are dope (laughs) as fuck yes I concur So <laughs> I y'all can't see my face, but I'm giving y'all that like Kamala nod. Like we're yes. dope as fuck. Yes. Like, <laughs> that is the Kamala <laughs> nod. <laughs> so uh step number three, our last and final tip, or tip number three rather, associate discomfort with growth. Now, this mm. is actually my go-to. So just like mm-hmm. I said, I have that note from my mom that I keep in my wallet. But that note also reminds me of this was this I y'all I was so listen I was just born nervous okay 
I was so nervous <laughs> about going to college and like, <laughs> like nobody's going to tell me when my assignments are due. Like I was just so nervous. <laughs> and that note is just a reminder that, listen, there was something that you were nervous about. And not only did you overcome it, but you mastered it. And, and you did that and shit. And you did that shit. <laughs> and so, like, that's what I have to remind myself a lot. That discomfort, a lot, sometimes at work, I have to literally, like, go in the bathroom or go in my car and, like, look at myself in the mirror and, like, remind myself, you got this. Like, mm-hmm. you've done it before. If you got over that, you can get over this. Yeah. If you did it before, are you? He'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And so, did you have something <laughs> you wanted to add? I just, yeah. Like, uh, this, again, within this first year of my job in a corporate setting, there's been so much discomfort. But now mm-hmm. that I can look back and see my growth, mm-hmm. it is so empowering. Looking back like, is... It was hard. <laughs> but I made it. Like, people <laughs> tell I'm, you... I'm not there. Right. But you're getting there. You're getting to where you... But I will That's be. right. Yeah. People tell you all the time, don't look backwards. But sometimes looking back is key mm-hmm. to see how you made especially, it over. <laughs> yeah. Especially for, like, you and I who we were gifted children. And so, like, things that are hard yes. are not yes. normal to us. Yes. Like, I, even in grad school, I still didn't know how to study. Like, <laughs> I still don't know how I made it through grad school. But I did. And so, like, any situation that's growth is hard. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, knowing that, like, I'm going to come out at the other end. Right. And it might not be effortlessly. It might be hard and painful. But I'm going to come out of the other end a better person. That's right. It's just amazing. That's right. That's right. You can't grow without a little discomfort. This is something to remind yourself of when the vulnerability hangover hits. Be kind Mm -hmm. to yourself. If it feels Mm -hmm. tough right after you get real but trust that the moment will give way to bigger and better things. How many times I tell y'all be kind I, to yourself? I about to say, where is our church? Um, hey, 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 That's a move right there. Be kind to yourself. Like, seriously. Yes. Being kind to yourself will get you through so much. Like, even when it comes to, like, I tell people regularly through the grief process, I gave myself the most grace that I've ever given myself before. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, like, I talked to my therapist. And I was like, literally me losing my dad was the healthiest process in my life. Like, there's a lot yeah. of other shit that I, I need to deal with. But at the same time, in that time, I gave myself grace to get through that yeah. moment. And so yeah. when we give ourselves grace, because God gives us grace. <laughs> you know, like, when we give that's ourselves right. grace, we get so much there's so much growth at the other end yeah 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 all right well if you don't have anything else to add it's that time (laughs) favorite part of the pod the buy you a drink (laughs) i'll go 
first because I already kind of touched base on mine. So this week, I'm going to buy a non-alcoholic Shirley Temple for my 13-year-old niece. <laughs> because um, she really made my day sending me a friend request, y'all. Because I kind of feel like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm the mean auntie because I don't play that shit. Okay. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, like, you know, kids can be spoiled in many different ways. And they know this. And so my nieces, all of them know that, listen, when I say it, I mean it. When I tell you to do something, do it. I don't like repeating myself. I don't, don't make me, don't make me have to pull out my strong hand. On the other hand, which y'all, I can count the times I've actually spanked my nieces <laughs> and they were very small. But anyway, on the other hand, while they know I don't play that shit, they also know that like whatever they ask me to do for them, I'm going to do it. Like it just doesn't matter. <laughs> like they, when they're with me, they literally run me specifically this mm -hmm. one who was the oldest. Mm -hmm. Like she, I, like she, I've told her several times cause she's always saying how, She's just going to come live with me. And I'm like, girl, it ain't going to be like this if we live together. <laughs> I'm like, I literally let you get your way all the time because I miss you. <laughs> like, you don't live here. Yeah. You don't live here. <laughs> if you live with me, it's not going to be like this. But like, she literally like, TT, let's go get ice cream. TT, let's go get this. TT, let's do this. And like, I love, y'all know I love to be at the house. Wherever she say, let's go. I'm like, all right, let me find my shoes. Let's go, you know. So her sending me a friend request makes me feel like I'm the TT. I like I'm that TT. So that made me happy. And I'm going to buy her. Shirley Temples are her favorite. So I'm going to buy her a Shirley Temple. <laughs> okay. So my drink, uh, Chris sees my shirt. Y'all don't. But my shirt says her fight is my fight. And so I'm buying a drink for my friend who... At the beginning of this year, she was pregnant with her second after some years in endometriosis and all this other stuff. And then within her pregnancy, she found out she had breast cancer. Oh, bless it. And so as of this, maybe last week, she found out that she is cancer free. Come this on now. Past. Come on. <laughs> Won't he do past. it? <laughs> hey. Yeah, so she is, this is past, like, and her baby was a preemie, so he also had to have heart surgery, and she went through chemo, and tested, she didn't have to go through extra radiation, and she finally tested, and she is breast cancer free, and so I want to buy a drink for my friend Liz, because this year, on top of the other shit that's happened, has been a fuck-ass year. And she has yes. made it, and yes. she is now a survivor. Yes, and I'm so happy, and I love you. Bless you, Liz. Bless you. <laughs> yes. Why? You know, I know so many women like popping up lately that have discovered that they have some sort of cancer once they're pregnant. I just it's rude. It, it's the, <laughs> like it was already hard to be pregnant. Exactly. Her endometriosis and all this other shit, and she had this baby. And then she found out, well, within her pregnancy, she found out she had breast cancer and yeah, and she's made it through all of that. And well, bless I'm her so heart. Happy for her. She is yeah, amazing. She's a survivor. You just can't tell yeah. me that women aren't amazing. <laughs> like 
carrying and having a baby yeah. is enough. Like that is Hi. enough <laughs> all by itself. Right. And she beat breast cancer. <laughs> like she yeah. is amazing. She's amazing. Tell her we love yeah. her on the show. If I knew her in real life, I would make sure you would buy her a drink for real. (laughs) I may, but she's all the way in Georgia. So, but I love her and I just wanted to give her a shout out. She's the greatest. Yes. And so we're going to move. Oh, we are on our favorite part. We are. So why don't you tell the people how they can talk to us? Okay, so we are on Instagram. It's Poor Life Decision. One decision because we're changing them one at a time. It's also the name of our Etsy page. That's where you can buy the May Contain Alcohol mug. Great for, um, you know, Zoom calls unless they, if you actually have alcohol and then they ask you. And that <laughs> might be a problem. Awkward. But, um... A t-shirt also that says may contain alcohol. And then, of course, we have the very cute sticker, which is cheaper than a um, gingerbread latte that says may contain alcohol. It's super fun. Um, We are also on this Twitter as PLD Pod. Uh, We do try to keep it lit with the tweets. We don't really be talking about shit right now because TV is so slow. But I'm like... Very much at this point in my life, I'm like, my my life is stressful. I'm ready for a serial killer to come back. So oh, wow. You should be back <laughs> next year. You should be back next I year. Saw. I'm so excited because I need that f- release in my life. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I just, you know, it, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can also email us at hellopoorlifedecision.com. Please tell us what you would like for us to talk about. We're more than happy to do the research and give you that conversation. Um, I know the holidays are coming up, and it is stressful, especially mm-hmm. with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy to not have to do a lot of people time with COVID, but I understand also there's loneliness <laughs> with not having our people time with our family members, so... Just let us, you know, tell us what you want to talk yeah. about. And we're so happy to talk about it with you. Yeah. Um, that's right. Slide in those DMs. We definitely talk mm-hmm. back. As always, check out the Etsy store and look. It is getting close. Y'all need to you need to get a jump on ordering your Christmas gifts now because mm-hmm. listen, people like me, I always order Christmas gifts, but now that we're in COVID, a lot more people are gonna be ordering Christmas Especially. gifts. Especially. You know, you don't want your shit to be late. So go ahead and get a jump start. Check out the Etsy store. Lots of cute gifts. Great stocking stuffers. Um, mm-hmm. Also, just want to remind everybody to keep up your skincare routine. Drink plenty of water. Um, I am using... And take your vitamin D. Take your vitamin D. See? See? <laughs> See? I didn't react. See? um i've been trying out a new sunscreen i kind of like it 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 smells a little alcoholy but i like it i'm gonna finish the tube before i give you my official review so and funny enough i buy uh i know we've talked about sorobes items sorry (laughs) bye sorobe sorry anyway she put an accent over her e don't don't give me too much. Anyways, 
So Sarebi's um, items. So I bought the goat milk cleanser and she sent me a sample pack and she's like, give this to your friend. And I'm like, so yeah. you want me to share with dry skin people? Yeah. I mean, not dry, oily skin people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely was going to keep the for your friend for myself. And then, yeah. well, actually, actually, I made the mistake of telling my mom about it first. So mm-hmm. she's going to get it. But then I was like, well, she don't know. I didn't tell her how many items came. <laughs> right. And I then, was like, I can keep this moisturizer. And then when I started looking, <laughs> when I looked it up, I was like, oh, this is for people with dry skin. And then I thought, oh, Sarobi, <laughs> you wait, tricky, I tricky have girl. Dry skin. <laughs> I have dry skin and you have all these uh, combinations, so we could switch. See, <laughs> you know what? I, if I if if I hadn't already told my mom, I would take you up on that. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Sarobi, you sneaky, too, so. sneaky girl." <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, yeah. check her out, yes. y'all. Her skincare is great, and it's black owned. And I know we want to chop black owned. That's right. This and I think season. she's making uh special bundles for um mm. the holiday season. Black Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh we'll include that link in the show notes. All right. So yeah. All right. Um Bye, y'all. We love, love y'all. you. Bye. And if the beat live, you know Lil Juke made it. Body